Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land, wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, shiny, happy people, Wiley. How are you doing, sir? Fuck off, dude. <laughs> are you not shiny and happy? I'm definitely not shiny and happy today. You look you look nothing like shiny and happy. No. Which is no. why I nicknamed you that just now is because of because of the the fact that you look the opposite of you look dull and angry. Um I would go with um uh, scraggly and irritable. Scraggly and irritable, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So mm, no, I'm gonna go with dull and angry. I'm never dull, dude. One thing I'm not is dull. Oh, uh, okay. Well, we'll have to go with that then. Yeah, I guess. but uh, yeah, I'm definitely, uh, definitely irritated today. You seem very irritated. I'm today. very irritated today. I yeah. gotcha. So, well, you know, it's been a, it's it, look. You're in the beginning of uh, very trying weeks for the next or trying months for the next couple months. As are you? As am I? Yeah. Um. So I can I can understand why you would think this way. Yeah. Um. But before we get into anything else, first off, thank you very much, everybody, for listening to the show. Thank you, Greg. Especially because I saw Greg this week when I was out doing Uber Eats, which I thought was actually kind of cool that I did a delivery to somebody that actually listens to the podcast and actually knew who I was by sight and I had a mask on. Yeah. So thank you, Greg. I appreciate that. That, that is actually pretty impressive. It brought a smile on my face, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. The person on the other end sees who's delivering to you. Oh, okay. Like, so he can see that, you know, it's, you know, I mean, maybe. He, okay. So he, he doesn't get as many bonus points then. I mean, I guess he, yeah, he asked me where the smart car was because I didn't have the smart car with me, but it still shows up on the thing that I have the smart car. And I'm like, but, oh, that's, that yeah. thing is uh, not in, not in working order right now. So, yeah, but that, that is awesome. And uh, thanks for listening, Greg. We appreciate it. Yes. Yes. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, and if you would like to become a unintended baggage, Patreon, go to patreon.com slash unintended baggage, and then you can become one as well. And Greg knows now that the. Uh, food delivery thing is not a skit or a work or a bit. It's it not is, a bit. <laughs> it totally happens. And if you live in Pinellas, sometimes there might be a chance that I will bring you food. Actually, if you live in any one of like four counties, there's a chance you might because you do Hillsboro, you do Pasco, you do Hernando. Yeah, those. Yep, yeah, I've done all four. I've done those yeah. four counties. So basically, if you live anywhere in the Tampa Bay metropolitan area, <laughs> I think your odds are Alex probably might bring you food. Your odds are best in Hernando, and then second best in Pasco. Yeah, yeah, and then Pinellas and Hillsborough is probably a weekend thing. Well, see, in in Pasco County, you have the the pre hunger program where you uh, you know use all kinds of analytics to determine who's going to be hungry and you deliver them the food before they actually are hungry. <laughs> Just like Chris Nako's pre-kind program. Yes. Which, by the way, actually uh, was listed on Drudge Report I saw yeah. this week. Yeah. 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 So it's, I'm glad to see that, uh, uh, that people are taking notice of that. But, you know, pff, shit, half the people be like, good. Get them criminals. You're going to have to get them and put them in jail ahead of time, and that way I don't have to worry about it. Because I love America and the Constitution. Well, it doesn't matter that the Constitution literally says 
you can't do that like in eight different places but yeah you know <laughs> that's america for you no, there's nothing that's not i think there's nothing that pisses me off right now more than when i see somebody like like you know justifying their vote for someone either trump or biden based off of the constitution right you know yeah. or, free, or freedom i love the freedom one like it's freedom like either one of these people are going to have, give a fuck about any freedom whatsoever <laughs> they don't even understand the concept man not even not it, e- that's the thing that's why they can say it with a straight face right because they don't even understand the concept yeah, you, of it. You, you you know I don't think that mean word that word means what you think it means. No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> you keep using that word. There's a lot more. <laughs> there was a lot more sine waves going on this week, by the way. Yeah, a lot more. A lot more sine waves. Yeah, going on I, this I week. saw. I saw several of them. So, which was, it, you know, and I, I'll tell you this though, I'm only seeing one-sided sine waves though. What? Just Trump sine waves? Well, no, I'm only seeing. Well, there's Black Lives Matters. I wouldn't call them. Well, I guess those are sine waves too. But there's some Black Lives Matter ones that happen as well. Right. But I don't see them getting together and then arguing with one another, at least around here. Right. Like normally if you see one, you'll see a counter protest. Yeah. And I don't see any of that. I think we're going to start seeing that though. I think that's coming in like a a week or two. I hope so. Well, because you can't have this many of the one-sided sine waves without somebody else wanting to get in on the action. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. I'd like to see some counter protests of that. And then I I think... I think I'd like to just airdrop in some guns and knives and stuff like that. Just you know, yeah, it. yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Let's let's handle our business here. Just get it done. <laughs> get it done. Oh my god. Get her done. Like, he... <laughs> <laughs> I I wonder if these people understand that sign waving is probably one of the more useless things that you could do. You want to know what's funny is my apolitical wife that last week actually we're we're. Uh, we were going down uh, to the beach. Oh, it was actually uh, last Sunday, right? We were going to just go to the beach for a little bit. Yeah. And uh, on the corner of uh, Alternate 19 and uh, Curly Road, where you go out to Dunedin Causeway and Honeymoon Island and all that. Yeah. Um, there was a whole bunch of Trump supporters um, <laughs> you know, waving flags. And, and my wife stuck her head out the window and actually yelled at the Trump supporters. <laughs> what did she say? I think she just said boo, you know, but just the fact that she, she just booed him. She booed him. Yeah. I mean, it was it was like, you know, kind of a very harmless form of, of protest. But it was so. And you want to know what's what's crazy? I got pissed at her. <laughs> I'm like, stop it. Don't you do that. Why are you doing that? You know, and, and I, I'm like, I had no right to get pissed at her for that. Like, like, hold on. The week prior, you tried to get out of the car to get in the middle of a, of a, of a, of a fight. Basically. Yeah, but I wasn't picking sides. I just wanted to fight. <laughs> you know. I think so. Was, hold on. If she put her put out the if she put her hand head out the window and went nah, then you would be all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did like a you know a Jewish Beh. a Jewish mother sh- shrug. What are you, you know? gonna do? Beh. Beh. <laughs> I probably would have been okay with that. Oh my uh, god! Yeah, yeah. Well, was she? Was she? So I guess she would have. Would she have booed at the uh, Kansas City Chiefs against the Houston Texans game? I don't think so because she was. Uh, I was. I was bitching about all that. And uh, again, I support BLM. You know, I, I support any. Uh, basically, I support anyone that stands up to authority. Period. End of story. You know what I'm saying? If you're standing up to government, you're okay in my book. Okay. Okay, you are saying. <laughs> yeah. I give you a two thumbs up for that. Um, but keep it the fuck out of my football. You know? 
watching football, and again, I didn't know if I was going to watch football. I didn't know if I was going to play fantasy. In fact, I didn't get in my regular fantasy league, but I, I did notice myself. I kind of jumped in on DraftKings a little bit. Um, but, you know, just watching like a half hour of just race, 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 race. You know, it, it's like, stop, stop. Okay. If there's a if, if you can't decide what to do during the national anthem, don't play the fucking national anthem. Play football, okay? Now, when the game's over, if you want to change, I don't know, into you know a black hoodie with a red bandana and go throw firebombs after the game, great. Have a good time during the game. Let's just play football. Uh, they're pushing. They're they're taking it so to to such an extreme. That they're just destroying any enjoyment of anything these days. All right. So first off, I thought you weren't going to watch. Well, I lied. Okay. So you, do you <laughs> now, do you think that you were lying to yourself? Oh, of course. I lie to myself all the time. So, so, you, so you you really did want to not watch? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. It's just it, here's the thing. For a while, I felt like I didn't care about it anymore. But you still care. And then you know. Um, kind of like when, uh, you break up with your girlfriend and then she shows up at your door three o'clock in the morning and she's feeling a little frisky. That's how I am about football. <laughs> you know I got saying? you. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what's going on there. Um, so I, I watched the football. Um, now, did you watch the beginning, the opening ceremony part? Yeah. Cause I tuned in at the time the game was supposed to start. And of course it, the, you know, they, they plugged in a half hour of bullshit beforehand. Now, was it a overt amount of bullshit oh it was just because uh, i didn't watch i didn't watch. it was just, literally there was nothing else discussed but race but yeah just race but what was what were they i mean was it what, what i mean what was the what was the gist of what they were talking about? you know it was it, I, I didn't even like do you think that they adjusted their message at all due to the fact that they are getting that they that no. there's obviously some no pushback. they went the other they went totally the other they direction. went even further down oh the yeah road. yeah without question without question yeah. Oh, really? And and now there's a, like even a move to do like apparently there's a black national anthem, which is oh, just, yeah, lift all voices or something like that. Yeah. I, I, Again, isn't you know what I don't understand? It's how is that not wait, racist? Is that, wait, hang on, is that the name of the song? I think that, I, I don't know. I've never heard it. Be honest, with I, you. I so haven't I, either. I, have I, to, I actually to wanted to play it before the one. show, but I, I didn't didn't get the opportunity to do it. But um, yeah, so now there's going to be. You know, it's going to be like hockey <laughs> where they play uh, the national anthem and then uh, O Canada. You know, apparently now in sports, they're going to play the black national anthem and uh, the normal na national anthem. And I just say, stop. Hold playing. on. Does that mean the national, the other national anthem is a white national anthem? I guess. I don't know. I, I don't understand that. And if the black national anthem is lift all voices, do white people sing it? I don't know. I, you know, does it again? It's just stop. <laughs> you know, just stop all this shit. Just stop. Well, go out and burn down government buildings, <laughs> but don't do anything else. You know, leave football the fuck alone. Well, people booed this though, didn't they? Uh, yes. Yeah. So I did at hear what point that. did they boo? You, I, I did, did not. No, part? I did not hear the booing. Oh, you okay. didn't hear the booing on TV. No, you I, were watching the game live. I don't know if I caught that part. Honestly, in fact, I think I might have went. It was the, uh, uni honest, it was the unity time. Uh, yeah, when I, they all h held hands or. There, there was points where I just couldn't watch. I was flipping, you know, channels or you know. Going, I got you. Going so you didn't catch beer. the I, whole thing. I, I couldn't. I was frustrated with it enough to where it was like, fuck it, I, I'm not going to invest my 
processing power into this. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Yeah. So, <coughs> excuse me. That's kind of how I felt about that. It was, you know, I wasn't going to really watch it. So I didn't hear the booing. I didn't know that was going on. Um, but uh, what was interesting is they did have 17,000 fans in the stadium. Yeah. yeah. And it looked like they weren't evenly spaced. It was like they just picked 17,000, you know, season ticket holders at random or something. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's just So for the national anthem itself, right. the Texans didn't even come out into the field. Oh right, that the I Chiefs saw. The Chiefs were right. out on the field and all of them were standing except for one guy. Yeah. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I do recall that part. And then after that, I guess what happened and again, I didn't see this, so I'm only basing it off of what I've heard. Because I'm not gonna here's the thing, it's funny. Like I'm not watching football anymore. Right. But I wasn't watching football before. Yeah, you were. Like, you, I kind of quit in like 2011, 2012-ish. You gradually got completely out of sports altogether. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm pretty much out of it now. So it's not even like I'm protesting based off of what they're doing right now, per right. se. Right, Even though I think what they're, but I think what they're doing is stupid as shit, though. Yeah. Like, I think that they're, I don't think that they understand the audience that they're, that they're, that watches football and what. That audience, I mean, they think that they think that the, the audience will always just be there, but I don't think that they understand that they don't have to lose a whole lot of the audience in order to really have a very like horrible effect on their on their salaries. The The problem is, is that they won't just stop doing the rah, rah America stuff. OK, that's what the problem is. So if you're going to do the rah, rah America is wonderful and the nationalistic stuff. You are going to now have to do the boo America. The boo America. And we don't like this place. Well, just the the people who are you know fighting against some cause that they're not happy with with America. My solution: the capitalism. Is, in some cases, yeah. yeah. In some, well, <laughs> I don't think for many football players are upset with capitalism. Well, if they if, were, if they were, if they were intelligent enough to understand what that meant, then they would be. But I, they're not. I, I think they're fucking idiots. I think most of them understand that capitalism is good. And mm, well, what they may say out in publicly and what they're oh, what they're but, saying privately and publicly, two different things. Though. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's probably some truth to and that. And they're going to cut their own face off with what they're doing. Like they're going to cut I their own nose off on this. One. I guarantee none of them would vote for a you know a reduction in salary across the board where everybody gets a hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, well, no, I mean they're going <laughs> to they're going to get that. Or, or actually, under under communism, it'd be more like everybody gets bread. Yeah, well, they're going to get. You that. play football. Yeah. Here's your bread. They're going to get that. They just don't understand that yet. I don't. I, I yeah. I, I would disagree with that. But the the point is 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 why do they have to have? Okay, now America's great, but let's talk about where America's not so great. Why the fuck are we talking about politics or nationalism at all? At all? Just get it out of there. Let's. I don't understand out. how that's not even a viable solution. Yeah. Yeah, it's like nobody's has nobody thought of this. Has nobody yeah. said, "Let's hey, welcome America. We're about to have a football game." Like, okay, here's been the, the kickoff. Case. Yeah, this hasn't always been the case, right? It hasn't. It, it really started with uh, you know a Vietnam era. Yeah, you know because the the military wanted uh, more enlistment during a time period where people were not real happy with a war that was going on, so they started patriotizing the hell out of uh, football games. Yeah, you know all sports events. Yeah, I don't think prior... It's like something the Nazis would have done, by the way. Oh, it totally is. It I mean, totally it's a is. nationalistic thing. I, I don't want to compare the United States to, you know, uh, Nazi Germany. However, this would by be the a same characteristic token, of nationalism, national socialism. It, it, it is, yeah, absolutely. The overt nationalism, the overt symbol worship, you know, that sort of thing um, is... Uh, yeah, and it, honestly, it's good that we're fighting back against that. I mean, it's a painful process uh, that we're doing it. See, that's a problem with America right now. 
America was founded based on ideas and concepts. And it was, those concepts were really simple. They were about individual liberty. They were about uh, giving, well, all white people, when it was founded, can't ignore that, uh, freedom and liberty and, and so on and so forth. And, you know, if you really take it back to the concept, it's a great concept. America is a fantastic idea. But it was flawed initially with slavery with counting certain percentage of the population as, you know, three-fifths of a person. And uh, it's also, now it's gone the other way to where the ideas are all gone, but the uh, essentially the symbolism is all that matters, you know? And that's a problem we had. So we went from a, a flawed system one way to taking all the, the fixing the one problem and then or attempting to fix the one problem and then taking all the good things out you know so i don't know what we're going to come out with on the other side mm. I, I, that's why i choose nothing well, nothing I, is the best option at here's this point. the thing i think and it's just my opinion if you if you start losing numbers at sporting events to the point that you're losing them at where first off you're you're mandating that only a certain portion of the crowd even is allowed to be there right which will mask the lack of attendance Attendance. that's coming exactly so that's going to be helpful to them in the beginning but at the end of the day the numbers are going to be the numbers look people were losing people were losing interest in the sporting events anyway like the numbers were going down because they're going down in tv in general yeah so if you're already going down and then you add these things to it. Oh, yeah. You're you're killing yourself. Now, I don't think initially these guys are going to see a dramatic reduction in salary Im- immediately. Right. It, you know when it's going to start? When they have to renegotiate the first TV contract. Right. That's when it will. That's when all these salaries were about, are about to come in line with teachers. <laughs> with teachers, like th- this, is what's, this is what this is going to happen. I, it's not going to go that far, but it, yeah, you're right. It's not going to go. The that league far. would die before that would happen. But it's going to get. It's going to get XFLish. Yeah, it's going to get, and it's going to get there quick. And you know what? Here's the thing: they're going to blame this one on racism. Mm. They're going to say it's racist, when in all well, reality, it's not racism. It's fucking stupidity. Well, it, it is also racism in some cases, because you know for a fact that some of the people aren't watching uh, are just over at racists. You know what I'm no, saying? No, they're not. Yeah, there, there's... You got, you, you Why can't, would you, you wear can't say nobody is. Hold on, hold on here. Hang, hang on a second here. You can't say nobody is in the fact that you can say that everybody's racist in one way or another. But what I'm saying is, is that if somebody was a big sports fan right. beforehand... They were a big fan of of the players, whether they were black or white. That because is how true. can you be a football fan and not be like how many like black people represent a, um, a a much larger percentage of the population involved in a sport than white people do. White people are 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 historically now underrepresented in sports as opposed to black people. Is that I mean, is that a fair or accurate statement? Uh, it depends on the sport. You know, football. But, yeah, in football, yeah. Yeah, but hold on. Yeah, Football's I would say I would say, got the most white people in it. No, I would other say, than hockey. No, I, w- I would say that that football is is probably seventy thirty. You know, seventy thirty what seventy black. seventy percent black, thirty yeah. percent white. Yeah, but hockey is about you know uh, ninety nine one white. Hi, hi, and, and baseball, I would say baseball is is uh, predominantly white. No, Hispanic. Well, yeah, yeah, I would say it's it's actually probably a, a an even mix. Yeah, so. 
But, at but any, yeah, I, I get your point. But just the fact that, hang on a second, the fact that someone would watch sports, you can't say that someone who watches sports because they watch, you know, black people or Hispanic people play a sport. You can't say that they're not racist. Yeah, but the word you used, put you put an adjective in front of racist. Uh-huh. What like was overtly that? racist or something like that. Oh, well, here's the thing. And and again, I hate what's going on in sports right now with just the all the protesting and all that. Just get that the hell out of sports. But the fact is that a lot of people, the reason they're tuning out is because they don't like it that black people are getting uppity. Okay, hold on a second here. But you don't like it. No, I love it. I, I love the fact. I just don't want them doing it on my football time. Yeah, okay. Get so, the fuck so, off. So, this so, is, this so is my don't time. get uppity on my football time. Then, exactly. What you're saying. Exactly. How is that different than what the other people are thinking? Uh, because like, some it, of them are thinking just don't get uppity. Know your place. Have you have you have you seen anybody actually say this? No, I, I am absolutely speculating, but I can guarantee you that there's uh, enough people out there to where there that speculation is accurate. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing: in any population, you're going to get a certain percentage of people that are saying that. Anyway. So what you're saying is, I've won the argument. No, no, no. I'm not saying that you've won the argument. Thank you. I win. No. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that you're 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 attributing a larger percentage than maybe you should be there. Because you don't have any evidence that actually backs up your statement. I, I, very, I almost never have evidence. I just say <laughs> shit, man. The hell, man. How long have you known me? I, I, no, no, no. <laughs> no, actually, I normally do have evidence. And at this point, I have to admit, I have zero evidence to back it up. It's it's all, at best, it's anecdotal, and it's barely anecdotal. It's more like just my gut it's instinct. It's just your thought on yeah, it. Yeah, it's my and look, gut instinct. And look, and here's the thing. I'm not saying there's not any truth to what you're saying. Well, And the reason I say that is because, uh, you know, it, I've... If you had asked me a year ago how many white people are racist, I would say, oh, it's a very, very small percentage. After talking to people and seeing what a lot of people that I know are saying today, I have to go, it's a much bigger percentage than I thought it was. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it still, I think the majority of white people are just like, you know, like, can't we all just be normal? You know, let's just. Be normal. I don't care. I really don't care. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I think there's a, a good percentage. And then there's the, you know, the, the people who are like the the other direction that are that are so <laughs> so egalitarian about their non racism that they're total racist too. Like the people who live in the, you know, seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar McMansion are like, Well, I would happily live in uh, on Twenty Second Avenue South in Saint Petersburg, um, you know, because I don't believe there's yeah bullshit, bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So there's racism's at both end of the spectrum. You know, there's a, you don't belong around here, boy. Racism, and then there's the you know leftist racism, the where, bigotry of low expectations. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, and, and just in general. Well, they, and what they th- again, what they think about black people. Like a lot of times, I, I think you, you see a lot of people on the left that will discuss, like that are doing it to say they, they feel bad about black people, but are saying things that are all obviously you're overgeneralizing a race of people, and you're being racist when you do it. Right. Right. Not to mention, and again, look. The definition of racism, at least in my opinion, is if you are treating people differently or believe something differently and either inferior or whatever based off of the color of their skin. If you're judging someone by the color of their skin and not the content of their character, that in and of itself, I would think is racist. Wow. 
Did you just make that up? That no, is, that was that somebody is a brilliant, else. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, somebody thing to else say. did that. Somebody else better than me did that shit. <laughs> so the womanizer, Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, but I've, 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 I think it's funny. At this, by the same token, you also believe that people naturally group together um, with like people, you know, similar people to yeah. them, and, and that includes similar skin tone. And they kill each other the same way too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, most white people die by the hands of other white people. Most black people die by the hands of other black people. Interracial d- killing isn't isn't a, a a big thing. Oh, we gotta pump those numbers up then. Those rookie numbers. Yeah, you gotta get yeah. out there. You gotta get out there and start killing people from other races. I guess. Then. Yeah, this is kind of a lame race war. <laughs> and we do need to step it up a bit. I, I think. Okay, so here's the thing. I think that these guys are. And again, I don't, know how to, I don't know how to say this correctly. I think that it's sad is that something like racism, which I think has been, look, the thing is this, people getting along based off of race, like the, the racial strife is probably better now than it's ever been, even though in a weird way, we've had the past couple of years where it's, it's gotten a little bit worse, but I think it's only, it's not getting really worse in your normal everyday conversations between people between people of races no no uh, that, like that, your normal person yeah if if you're not in a downtown in a liberal city uh, there's you know no evidence that anything's changed really anywhere you know or, or watching football but the media it would have you believe that, that there's basically you know like everybody's lining up on racial lines right now to attack one another well it, there's some of that going on too because of the media and social media drumming all up those emotions yeah and the nfl but hold on and everybody but if you look at like the black lives matter riots right okay those riots are predominantly white people they are now yeah on both sides right like it's it's a like if you look at the incident in y'all black people need to step it up (laughs) they're busy buying 93 acres somewhere and getting (laughs) separated out from that was a great story yeah well, I thought it was, here's the thing. I thought it was a good story. And I bring this up. So I posted something this week about a bunch of black families that purchased 93 acres somewhere in Georgia and are building basically their own community in Georgia. Right. And I posted the article and I said, first off, I have zero issue with this whatsoever. If that's what you want to do, then you can go ahead and do that. However, with that being said, what they're doing is absolutely racist. Oh, it totally is. Yeah. It's completely racist. They're literally setting up a blacks only community. I mean, and they're they're not but, they're not hiding it. But if they're going out and buying their own land, they have every, every right to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, here's the thing. I really, at the end of the day, have no issue with what they're doing. I wouldn't want the government to try to do anything about it. I, I think that they should be very free in order to do this. As a matter of fact, I think that this is one of the greatest aspects of what. I would say that we would advocate for in a, in a libertarian anarchy society or whatever is that if you wanted to get together voluntarily with other people and form some kind of a commune system amongst those people, the way that I envision how, how the government should work and the relationship between government and people, that would totally be allowed to happen. Right. I have no issue with that whatsoever. Right. The issue that I do take into it is when it's treated differently like if you don't have a problem with this one then if white people did the same thing you shouldn't have a problem with it either yeah that is true and and that is kind of uh, and you have to look and i agree with that philosophically you should not have an issue one way or another 
But people do. And the reason that is is because there was a time in history where there were lots of whites-only communities and there were whites-only restrooms and there were whites-only bathrooms. And, you know, whether it was enforced uh, by law, as in the South, or just by policy, you know, and uh, enforced by the the people living there or, or, you know, uh, going to those businesses in the North, um, there was a complete separation of communities. So the fact that, yes, there was whites-only you know everything for a very long time but we've agreed that that was wrong uh, yeah we agree that that is wrong then why is it right now it's not well it's either right it, you have to say the difference between right and legal okay mm-hmm. um so it it should be legal period end of story okay but it's not but it's not um well it's 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 not it's not illegal in one direction it seems if, if you you can discriminate against the majority, and again, I don't have a problem with this, but it's I don't think legally anyway, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think it's right either way. But then again, is a club right of like-minded people um, or like background people? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is, is the, the Polish-American club okay then? Where you have to be a Polish ancestry to get into it. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do. So and I, th- I don't have a problem with it, per I, se. I think you have to say, you know, it, it's a tough call. Now, it really is. It's like what uh, Dearborn, Michigan did, the University of uh, Michigan Dearborn. Did you see this story? Yes. Uh, the the uh, people non-POC cafe. <laughs> yeah. Where um, only uh, only white people... Um, <laughs> white people have to go to this ca- cafe, whereas the other cafe is the people of color cafe and the people who identify as people of color. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a new, new, interesting dynamic that at least in the the college uh, mindset, you can identify as a person of color and still be accepted. But if you don't identify as a person of color, then you have to go to a, a, a special cafe. Here's the thing, though. Are we trying to get to equality to where everyone's treated equally or are we going back to segregation? We're totally going back to segregation. I feel like we're. But here's oh, the yeah. thing, though. Who's pushing the going back to segregation thing? Is it really white supremacists? No. Or the, 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 the is it really the, the right in the the neo-Nazis or the white supremacists that are or the the outward hold on the outward white supremacists right. that are pushing for this, or is it? And again, I guess you could say it this way: the white supremacists on the left that are pushing this, yeah, or the white separatists. I don't know what you want to call them, but like, I think that the problem that I'm running into is we were well on our way to becoming a to where color wasn't nearly the factor that it was in right. the past. Yeah, I, I feel like, and that, I feel like but, we're being pushed away from that. But I also feel like it was still simmering under the under the surface because for it to come out like this, it had to have been. But I, I, I know but why was it, it, it simmering under the surface? I mean, I don't know. Because here's the thing: if you look at, well, I can tell you why because we have way too many fucking laws, and uh, because we have way too many laws, we have yeah. way too much. Like, we have way too many problems when it comes to the relationship between the police. And the citizens, especially when it comes to people on the lower. But at this point, the police were just a trigger. No pun intended. But, you know, 
I, again, I no, I, I understand what you're saying. I didn't now. mean for that to to come off funny. It, it, literally, they police. Yeah, but they were always doing this. Yeah, and all you had to do was start focusing on it in order for it to be the truth. Well, that's that's the internet generation. Yeah, because it's only that, the next incident that's going to cause the problem. That's the social media generation. That's the fact that we all have cameras everywhere. Um, it was always happening. It's just we didn't well, see it. I the, mean, like when Rodney King happened. Some guy was out there with a 14-pound camera on his shoulder who just happened to be nearby and film it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, literally everybody in America has a, a high-resolution video camera in their pocket. So now we see it all. Yeah. And when you see it, and it, it, we all have access to a, a platform, so it gets distributed instantly. So I think that's what triggered it. You know, again, lack of a better term, that triggered it. But now it's gone so much so far beyond that at this point um and there's people with agendas that are taking it there like you you mentioned there are communists and socialists definitely trying to take advantage of this no doubt about it um and there's uh like you were saying before the white supremacists they've been trying to do this shit for 60 years trying to get people segregated and they've been failing miserably and they've been completely rejected and completely completely ostracized and completely ineffective in their efforts and now it's like, you know, this this movement has taken it is is starting to accomplish everything they wanted to in a weird way, isn't it? Yeah. And it's being done by people of color. Yeah. Like it's Well, no, actually, like you said, most of these these protests and riots now are white people. Well, there's it's by white people and by, you know, and all. But here's the thing. You've seen black people. That but I'm the sure they identify too, as people of color because it's just the weirdest thing. That, though. that like is I, apparently something you can do now. Like, I think that the, I think the thing that the, the thing that irritates me is that. I would like everybody to just be able to get along, but it seems like that's not what, like I would like to see equality. It doesn't seem like those that are fighting on the other side right now or fighting or the, the ones that are say they're fighting for equality are actually really fighting for equality though. I don't I think don't equality like, means what it used to mean. I don't, yeah, I don't think that they're, I don't think that the fight isn't for equality more. I actually think the fight is more for revenge. It's payback. Yeah. Like it's payback. Yeah. Like, but they would. You would have never been able to do this until you had equality. That it's is almost true. like you have to get to the point where there is equality That's in a order yeah. for the in order for another side that was that felt oppressed to be able to start saying, "Well, we're now we're going to take the fight to you." That that's a very good point. I, that's an excellent point. Yeah. So in order to be where we're at, um, at least in a civil structure, you can always do it through war. Um, yeah, but if you'd have tried war earlier than this, you get Rodney Kinged. Yeah, that is true. You get yeah. killed. You'd get the fire hose. You I know, mean, that's what would happen. Well, it's been a long, it's been a long transition. It really has, and and literally, America has fought a war over this. You it's know? been fighting a war over this for a long time. It, it, it didn't end at the Civil War. It began at the Civil War. Right. Yeah. That. Yeah. At the Civil War, it was already kind of settled. It was already settled at the time. Like you're slaves. Right, like it was settled, and we said, "Well, we're not going to do that anymore." When we switched it, well, up, there then, there were free blacks too uh, at the Civil War. It was just you know there was it, it wasn't you know a hundred percent that way. It just America, man. Well, and now, now and again, and this, really, we should just tear this whole thing down and start over. Well, here's the thing: you should also, I don't know if you saw this either, but Richard Spencer has now come out and endorsed Biden. Uh, Richard Spencer. He's the like the the head neo Nazi in America. I guess you can put him at. Oh, okay. You know what you know what I'm talking. You don't you don't know who I'm talking about at all. I do. I I kind of do. I I think I blocked that. He was uh, buddies with uh, the Sun God, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. did the he did the uh, he did the, the 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 rally in Charlottesville. Yeah, just more people I wanted to kill. Obviously, yeah. but he now is support Biden. All right, they're, they're the only sane ones in the room. Mm, how do you mean? That, that's what he said. That Biden is the only sane one in the room. Or Democrats are the only sane ones left in the room. The Republicans have lost their minds. Basically. I, I, I don't care what this guy says, and I don't even understand what he's saying, and I, it, none of it is even relevant in my world. Well, here's the thing. The reason that I bring this one up is is that, and again, if the, the people, the, if the neo-Nazi guy is recognizing that he's okay with what the Democrats are doing, shouldn't the Democrats at least, like, have some self-awareness enough to say, well, hold on a second. Why does this guy like what we're doing? Like, if you are going to accuse Trump of doing that, why wouldn't you want to take a little self-reflection time to realize that what you're doing by segregating people based off of color, which is what they're doing, is racist? And whether it be for revenge or for whatever, it's not bringing harmony and unity to one another. Uh, Maybe he's Kanye Westing. It could be very. It could very well be. Yeah. Because Kanye West is running for president in order to help Trump. Right. Like he's just trying to. He literally well, is trying actually, to split the vote. He's not actually running for president. No, is, he's just going to be on the ballot. He's on the. Oh, ballot. he's on the ballot. Oh, he's going to be on the ballot. Oh, really? He's not going to be on the ballot at all fifty. No. I think it's only like fourteen because you know what? Because nobody understands fucking politics or how to get the fuck no, on the ballot. Don't. By the way, they don't. The, this is where you got to give the LP credit right now. The LP is on the ballot again in all fifty states. Yeah. So, kudos. In order to win well, an election, the first thing you'd have to do is be on the fucking ballot in all 50 states. They've got 50 years of experience doing it. They know how to do this. Yeah, at this point, yeah, they do. Right. What I always find funny is people like Kanye, who's like, I'm going to run for president. Well, right. You know what? You're about a year and a half late <laughs> yeah. and about $50 million short of right. you actually being able to run for president because it doesn't work where you just get on the ballot like you do. I mean, Florida, you can do that in, but most other states, you can't do that in. Right. Florida's probably the easiest state to get on the ballot. Yeah. Because I think that's just paying money. Yeah, and, and it's not that much money. It's isn't it just like ten grand, fifteen grand. Well, for Senate, it would be fifteen grand. I don't know what it is for some of the other. Uh, yeah, I think uh, for any federal, for any federal seat, it's that much. Yeah, I don't know. It could be. I don't yeah. know. I do not know. I don't know. I don't know the president one for sure. All I know is that for here, it's actually a lot easier. Yeah. But okay, back to this whole thing with the Chiefs and the Texans, though. Is so people booed this. But you didn't hear the booing on TV, though. But you may not have been watching. I don't know if I was in the room. I think I might have been pouring myself a stiff drink. Because this is where you're starting to see the reaction back and forth between people being upset with the fans that were booing, right, and the fans booing, right. And what I and again, and and here's the the thing. Like I and even I was saying that some of those people booing are racist, but I think most of them are probably just like stop this bullshit. Just give us football. We're here for football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I think that was was my position, but I think there's also you know you think about that if 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 I fight against this, are people going to call me a racist? And nobody wants to be called a racist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I actually I don't even care at this point. Call me a racist, whatever. You know, but but still, I think that uh, like we were talking about, a percentage of those people, you can't ascribe any one motivation to any large group of people. Yeah. So if you have a large group of people, even if that group is seventeen thousand. Um, you have to uh, figure that it's it's um, you know it's it, it's there's going to be a lot of different motivations for that. But I think the the bottom line that football needs to realize is just stop all this, just stop it all. Say we're not going to do the national anthem. We're not going to do anything when it's kickoff time. We go to the sidelines and the kickoff, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that's the only thing that can save them. I just think that they're. I think that these people. 
don't understand the audience that they're that they're that they're catering to, and that that's a pretty diverse audience. It's, it is. I, Again, it's not like NASCAR. Well, here's the thing, though. You don't understand the diverse audience and the fact that you want that people are watching sports not to hear some kind of social justice oh, right. messaging or a political message at all. They just right. want to watch football. Nobody, nobody is turning on the game to say, hey, I wonder what they're going to what kind of political issue they're going to delve in this week. Yeah. And nobody is, is doing that. Well, again, and here's you, the you thing. get a large enough group. Somebody Hold is, on. but not if enough. The, but those people are watching the beginning of the game and then not watching the rest of it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> those are the same people that watch the halftime show at the Super Bowl. Exactly. That's exactly. Yeah. That's those people. Right. So if they're you're not gonna, the real fans, if you're going to kill your normal fan from wanting to watch it anymore. Right. Then you're killing your money. You're going to do it. And again, it's not going to happen right away. But if you have a 20% reduction and you can continue to see reductions in viewership, you may, hold on, if you see reductions in viewership and will only allow a stadium to go up 25% when it comes to capacity, right. so the, the people that would just show up to the games aren't coming and the TV revenue and the TV numbers aren't going to be there, those contracts are going to be negotiated and they're oh, yeah. going to take that money away. And here's the thing, the owners of those teams aren't going to just be like, well, I guess I'm just going to keep paying all this freaking money and <laughs> no. lose all this money. Nah, ain't going to happen. What they're going to do is they're going to say, we're going to cut salaries on everybody. Right. And every player is going to lose their freaking salaries. Maybe well, not right away, but it's going to happen eventually. If it happens in the wrong order um, and they've got a whole bunch of outstanding contracts that they still have to pay on and they're losing TV contracts, uh, teams are going to go bankrupt. Yeah. You know, or, or, or you know, they could go bankrupt. Well, I don't know if an individual team can go bankrupt because of the NFL structure the way it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, where the NFL would ultimately own it and be able to sell it and so on and so forth. But um, still, the point remains is that there's going to be problems. You know who's doing it right, though? Hockey. Hockey. I probably know the answer to this question. Have you watched any hockey? No. Okay. I've been watching hockey since like the end of the season, since it kind of started back up and mm -hmm. watching the lightning play and all that. Um, I, on occasion, I, now that they're in the playoffs, I mean, they're in the, they're uh, what, two games away, away from being in the Stanley Cup final at this point. Um, but uh, hockey does it right. Um, they don't really get into any issues. Uh, they just kind of play hockey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if if they mention anything, you know, politically or racially, it's like a, a, a side note, you yeah. know. Um, so I think a lot could be learned from that. And well, but the other side of the coin is if uh, if hockey loses all their black viewers, uh, they're you know they're down, down five viewers, yeah, right? One one percent or something. Yeah. <laughs> so there is that component to it, but I, I think they do it really well. I mean, I guess here's the thing. I look here's the thing. Again, I have. I'm not boycotting football because of what they're doing. Right. I wasn't watching to begin with. I've lost interest in sports to begin with. So I can look I'm at getting this. there. I'm, yeah. I'm, but I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm a um, I don't have a dog in the hunt here. Right. Other than. I think I'm getting irritated that people are using and again, it's going to sound very funny to say it this way that are using their position of power in order to cram down a message on other people. Yeah. And that's what I feel like they're trying to do right now. And the thing about it is, is that like the Black Lives Matter thing, you got to remember, there is the movement for equality and then there is the Marxist organization. Right. 
that you can't, I mean, again, and I know that you look, anybody that's trying to tear down the system is trying to tear down the system and you're all in favor of that shit or whatever. Right. However, a Marxist organization has an end goal and that end goal does not coincide with what you believe. No, of course it doesn't. No, it's, but you're, it, it's the antithesis of what I believe. Yeah. But once they tear but all the shit down. You will be fighting them from the streets eventually. Then. Well, that's fine. I, you know, I'm going to have to fight somebody at some point. So <laughs> I, I don't care who it is. But my, my point is, is if the Marxists uh, tear everything down, they're going to be starting from a level playing field with me. I guess you know so. what I'm saying? <laughs> if they let, Let's say they're successful in disbanding the police. Well, who are they going to send to my house to fuck with me? Well, they got no one. They're going to have to send some ragtag team of, you know, anti-fa, you know, 18-year-olds. Bring all you got of them, man. <laughs> I'll pick them off before they ever see me, you know. <laughs> but they, my, my point is, is yeah, if, if, if you're looking to, you know, tear down the system, that that's a good thing. And because it, it makes it that much more difficult to implement a new system effectively. I got you. You know, I, no, no, I, I don't even. By I, the time the Marxists get their shit together, I'll be long dead. There you go. Yeah, um, but uh, you know, shit. I was going somewhere with this, and I lost my train of thought completely. Oh my bad. No, no, no. It's all right. I uh, had something to do with sports, I think. But we've talked that to death. I'm done with sports. Fuck sports. Yeah, I, I am done with sports. Well, I'm and, not really. And I'm done never. With sports, and but. I'm here's the thing. So I went. So when I was out doing, I was out doing deliveries the night for the football game, and I went into um, some bar. Not bar, like a restaurant bar, like Whiskey Whiskey Wilds or something like that. Mm-hmm. It used to be Mugs and Jugs. I think they changed the name. Oh, over on 66? Whiskey River. Well, no, no. There's another one that's actually in Tarpon on 19. Okay, okay. And I went right. in there, and they the football game was on. Okay. So I didn't really watch it other than I was in the... That's the closest I've gotten to anything football-related, though. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I'm not going to watch any football ever again. I'm I'm... The thing is this, I was kind of done and over with it anyway before. What what these things have done now is they've ensured that there would be no enjoyment for me whatsoever in watching any of the game, so I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame, though. Don't, don't you miss it? Don't you mourn it in some ways? I think I might have at one point, but I definitely don't anymore. I... This is going to sound really bad to say. It's going to sound mean to say it this way, and I don't mean it as mean as it's going to sound. I view my time as watching sports like religiously as a waste of a lot of time. Yeah. And I view it as like a distraction from things that really could have mattered in life better than what those like they mattered. None. There was none. There was no matter in it whatsoever. Right. Those people don't know me. They don't like me. They don't give a shit about me. As a matter of fact, after watching how racist some of those people are, they actually don't like white people at all. So like, why would I want to watch a bunch of people? It'd be like watching a clan rally, like watching the clan freaking, you know, having a football team. I might be overblown a little bit, but I'm not all the way overblowing it. When you've listened to the way some of these people talk, like remember when Warren Sapp and I would overlook this stuff like Warren Sapp was an asshole. Yeah, like he was a complete fucking dickhead. Love that guy. So why would I wear a jersey with that guy's fucking name on it? Keyshawn Johnson was a piece of shit. Why would I like I, I view the I view the, the things that I like I view that time as I was stupid for even ever idolizing or hero worshipping any of these fuckheads. They're just pieces of shit. 
They right. happen to be able to be able to throw fast or run fast or anything else like that. But most of them are fucking assholes. And I want nothing to do with them. Just like I want. I, and maybe it's just me now. There's a lot of people that I want nothing to do with. Right. Talent and skill in throwing a football has no correlation whatsoever between how you are as a human. As a matter of fact, you're probably a shittier human because you've probably been. you. Everyone gave you a pass your whole life because yeah, you could throw a football. Constantly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get that to some degree. So I'm kind of done with all, like, especially with, you know. I'm just done with it now at this point. I'm yeah. really done with it. But I'm not done with it for because of the Black Lives Matter thing, even though I'll view that as another like another log on the fire as to why I don't do it. It's another it's another it's just another reason why I don't want anything to do with it anymore. Right. Right. Uh, and I get that. And it also um you know, it it definitely reinforces the whole team, you know, rah, rah, my team thing that we always talk about in politics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, it is definitely a reinforcer in that. Like, for example, been a Bucks fan since I was seven years old. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't help but be a Bucks fan. Yeah. Uh, this season when they got uh, Brady and Gronk, it really, really infuriated me because I like Jameis Winston. I thought he was a great quarterback. We talked about that on the air. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I like the idea of evolving a team from the ground up mm -hmm. you know not just buying the best talent out there and especially even though i acknowledge he's the greatest quarterback of all time fuck that guy you know what i'm yeah. saying um so i was very upset with the personnel but now as the season approaches i find myself still in the mindset of yeah but that's my team and i understand what's happening now with a lot of people who are republicans or democrats and have always been republicans or democrats and they don't like the lifelong Republican hate Trump, hate Trump, hate Trump. But now the game's about to start and they're like, oh, God, yeah, but it's my team. And same thing with Democrats. Uh, Biden, just worthless, hate the guy, useless, he's an idiot, he's a moron, he's senile, all this. But the game's about to start. Well, it's my team. I got to support my team. And when I realized myself, even though now the roster is full of, you know, people I despise, I'm like, yeah, but it's my team. So it, it, it actually gave me a window into the mindset of people who are red team, blue team, politically people. Yeah. Uh, because I was doing the same thing. Now, I was only doing it on sports, which is completely inconsequential in my life in reality. Yes. Okay. It has no effect on my, my actual life. Sports can't hurt me. Yes. Okay. Politics can. And so... It's just interesting to, to see how that process works because I didn't understand it in people before and I, I understand it a little better. And I almost I, I sympathize with those people. And, and if you're listening and again, we probably don't have a shitload of Biden supporters, but I know we have several Trump supporters that listen and I've been bashing the shit out of you. You're still wrong and you're still a fucking idiot and you're still a fucking asshole. But I understand you a little bit better today. Because I get it. Because you are invested in the team. And that person is a member of your team. And so you, if you feel like, you, well, no matter what, you still have to support them. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's a real thing. And it goes to the race thing. Because it also goes to, well, yeah, but, you know, black team, white team. You know what I'm saying? Really, that concept in general 
is the root cause of literally all of our problems right now. Team mentality as opposed to individualism is so much the, the, the catalyst, the cause of so many of these problems that we have today. You know, if you took away teams, if you took away white, black, and you took away Republican, Democrat, there's very little we're fighting about. You know, it's just not there. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm, I'm totally with you on this, by the way. I'm, 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 I'm going to let you finish your train of thought, but yeah. So how do we solve the problem? We destroy the structure that creates the teams. That's it. Yeah, but don't you Simple think, as that. but don't you think at a certain point you, there's a, there's a, there's a part of people inherent in their humanity that brings them to this. Like again, in, I, I know that a lot of it's manufactured, but the, 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 the massive snowball at the bottom of the hill at the top of the hill is just a little snowball and there needs to be something at its core in order for it to actually grow. And so at its core, are we always going to be, you know, going down the team road as opposed to the individual road? Like Until we evolve battle, further, yes. Until we evolve further, we're always going to be going down that yes. road. But we can reset it from time to time and we can, you know, let it crash at the bottom of the hill, let the snowball, you know, burst and, and spread out. And start over. And start over. And climb back to the top of the hill and, and let's start small. I got you. Because and that's that's what I think we need to do at this point. Because how many times are you watching most of these debates between these two teams that you will talk about, whether they're based off of race or whether they're based off of political ideology or whatever, that you look and you're like, well, you're both wrong. Right. Oh, yeah. Always. I, in fact. Like, you feel alone. It's, it's you, you feel on an island. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I feel like an individual. Yeah. That's the difference. I, I view everything, and I'm sure you, you do mostly as well, mm-hmm. and I'm sure a lot of our listeners view everything from the prospect of, I am an individual, that's it. But these major conflicts that you're discussing right now have a funny way of getting even the people that believe, instinctively believe the way that we believe right. into choosing a side. Yeah. It happens. You, I watch it. I'm watching it happen right now very very quickly yeah and it was and it's just like on sunday i'll be cheering for the bucks yeah yeah like if you look at there's some people that that were the initial trump supporters that used to be ron paul supporters right i think that some of those people were almost the first ones to be like pick a side kind of thing right where they felt they were kind of sick and tired of losing and you know losing elections and supporting people that weren't going to win elections so when this guy came about and and sang a tune that they liked that they got on board with that person right away right i think that what happens at that point is once that person wins and you see the it sounds weird not the not as much of the reaction of a reaction to that person but a reaction of being willing to go down the road of acting just as dirty as the other you perceive the other side to be yeah like once Trump got elected, what, what what Trump did in many ways was not only expose himself, but expose what the other side will be willing to do, how far down they'll be willing to go to counter that person to where there's not any moral high ground. There's no morals, period. Yeah, there, there's none at all. Like we always and I want to say that I said it this way. 
if the Democrats, once Trump got elected, were to simply act normal mm-hmm. and not act like a child like Trump, then they would have won elections in landslides all over the country because Trump acted like a fucking moron, right? But they didn't do that. They went further lower to try to beat him at his own game and act more childish. Like it's almost like who can act like the five-year-old quicker? Like who's smarter than a fifth grader? Well, who's going to be, who's going to, who's going to get down to a fifth grade level quicker. And both of them are feeding off of like the most, um, they're feeding off of the most, uh, what's the word for it? Like the, the, the base, but like almost like, but base emotions though. Like yeah, it's almost like exactly. some of the worst, like some of the most visceral, visceral reactions. Yes. They're feeding that. And yeah. it's almost like a, it's like a, it's like a loop where they're feeding and it's getting worse there. And because it's getting worse in the public, they're feeding it even more. Like, it's almost like, like they're drumming it all up and it's almost like it's, 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 Oh yeah, it can't be stopped at this point because if either politics side, is just catering to the Precambrian brain at this point, yeah, you know what I'm re- saying. And anybody that comes out and says anything that's smart right. is almost killed. Right, like they are. Like, like think about this. Think about Tulsi Gabbard. Right, who, in all reality, fit every intersectional checkbox you could fucking fit into. By the way, right, where she was a woman of color. She was a woman. She was military. She was a Democrat. And all, like, she was fitting all their boxes. She was treated like a fucking pariah. Oh, yeah, because she was anti war. Yeah, but John Kasich, who's a fucking Republican, right. is able to come in there and actually, like, and, 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 and <laughs> like, on the Democrat side, you're going to take Kasich and Bill Kristol and, like, all these other neocon Republicans and bring them into the fold. But somebody like Tulsi Gabbard, who got a delegate, who should have spoke at the convention, didn't even speak at the convention. Well, yeah. And you're going to talk about you want diversity. Like, fuck you. Well, you the, don't want diversity. The, the, the people who fund, uh, you know, the uh, all the, uh, what do they call it? The campaign funds, the... Uh, PACs? Uh, PACs, yeah. The, the people who fund all the PAC money uh, didn't want her because she would, uh, she would harm them. Yeah, she's anti-war. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, going back to what you were saying about the Ron Paul... Uh, voters jumping on the the Trump bandwagon. Some of them. Some of them. And, and those people are probably the most bewildering to me. And once you realize why, once you figure out why they did it, they're the most disgusting, obviously. Because what was Ron Paul's number one issue? Monetary and fiscal policy reform, right? I, yeah, I guess so. I mean, and the it, Fed was his rallying call. Yeah, in the fact. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Donald Trump has presided over the largest deficit increase, the largest budget increase in U.S. history. His, the federal government spent $6 trillion this year. Yeah. Now, you can say COVID, 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 you know, fine, whatever. Last year, when there was no COVID, when he signed that budget, no one had ever heard of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. He spent more money than any government in human history. Mm-hmm. He spent over $4 trillion. The federal government had never, not even at the height of Obama, spent over $4 trillion. In fact, every year that he's been in office, the federal government has spent more money than it has ever spent before. And this time, it's more money by 50%. Yeah, it, it was a fifty percent increase. Went from four trillion to six trillion mm-hmm. in a year. 
So um, now six trillion is the new normal. Right. And it's the biggest deficit we've ever had. Three trillion dollars. And it was all done by the Fed printing money. If it wasn't for the Fed essentially printing money and then buying treasury notes, this never it couldn't have happened. Yeah, but the, hold on, that money doesn't even count towards this number. Well, I know, not yet. You know, it, it does because the Fed had to actually you're you're talking about the money that the Fed injected as liquidity into the banks. Yeah. But they're still buying treasuries with this. And the only way to fund that is for the Fed to buy the treasuries. Yeah. So it's it's it's, it's quantitative easing. Basically, you former Ron Paul supporters are now supporting a guy that has done literally the exact opposite and has done more opposite than Ron Paul has ever done in the history of mankind. So. How how do you reconcile that? I mean, that was Ron Paul wrote a book called they're, they're "End own, the Fed." Hey, they're owning the libs, they, they, right? Right. It just those some of those people were sick and tired of losing. Right. They can find any reason to support them, and they will ignore this part of it. Right. And what they'll say is, this is what they'll say. Again, I'm I'm not justifying it. I'm giving you what their rationale would be for it. Is that they will say, "Well, Congress is really the one that's spending the money." Right. Trump. Yeah. They like, say that all the time. Not that and you guys need to go watch Schoolhouse Rock. I'm just a bill and figure out how those congressional bills actually become law. Well, here's the thing. Then veto it. Right. Like he here's the thing. If Trump were to veto it and they overrode his veto, then I would. OK, I hear you. Right. Like, I would be OK with it. Then at that point. Yeah. He, at least he was trying to stop it. But man, he's, but he's not. He's all on board with it. He's advocating for it. Right. And he's been advocating his budget estimates over the next 10 years had true. And this was before COVID had trillion dollar deficits for the next 10. There was no plan to balance the budget whatsoever. Right. None. 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 Zero. And you know what? You know how we knew this was good. We should have known this was going to be the case because this is how he ran his businesses. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, you can agree that it's a good business practice or a bad business practice. You can have that discussion. But what you can't argue with is that this is how he did it. Right. Like, yeah. This is why you don't. Oh, God, this is, always sounds weird to say this way. This is why I never want a businessman to run the country. Well, good businessman. I wouldn't mind. No, no. I don't want anyone to run the country, but, you know. I want a per look, understand your limited role in a free society and get the fuck out of the way. Be, oh, yeah. That's, like, yeah. Here's the thing. Be Calvin Coolidge. Yeah. Because he presided over a, over, a, over a depression. And you know what he did? Nothing. Right. And you know what happened? They got out of it a lot quicker. Yeah. Which is why he's not talked about very much. Yeah, it is true. You know? <laughs> that's like, absolutely it's, true. You know, but, but again... You had people that were sick and tired of losing. Well, we don't want to keep losing, so let's support this fucking stupid-ass guy, Trump. And then they support Trump. And what happens is the Dems show themselves to be the fucking petty-ass bitches that they are. Like Nancy Pelosi, during the State of the Union speech, will sit there and pre-rip the fucking pages before it and then rip the thing up as soon as Trump's done in an effort to virtual signal your five-year-old ass. You should never have been Speaker of the House because of your pettiness. Like, you got lower, you didn't get higher. You know what I mean? Like, like when you see somebody like Trump... Do you expect Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi to become dignified all no, of a sudden? No, no, but I expected politicians to not... Like, I guess not. <laughs> Dude. But, yeah, you're right. Never right. mind. Where are you what been? am I thinking? What am I thinking? You're right. What am I thinking on this one? I have one? no idea what you're thinking, but I, just, I do you know, know that our hour is up. Really? Uh, yeah, we're, we're actually over time here. 
Uh, but what you're going to need to do is go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, get a bunch of free stuff, including an autographed copy of my book, and we'll see you on the other side. <laughs>